welcome to Focus on Women's podcast. We are an organization working to give women in the creative world of photography, videography, styling, art directing, and more a seat at the table. Through community networking, workshopping, and mentoring, we hope to provide support for all the women in our industry. This first series of interviews, we will talk to artists and creatives about how they got started, what were some of their challenges as females working in a male-dominated industry, what drives their passion and creativity, and how will they be speaking up for the generation ahead. Today's guest is Phyllis Rosvan. Phyllis is the amazing producer of our podcast here at Focus on Women, as well as a dear friend and colleague. She's originally from London and has been here in the Bay Area for the last 15 years. Her past jobs include being a studio manager and producer for Stephanie Rouser, as well as a rep for a short period of time, and then working for the world-renowned photographer, Eric Almos. She has a BA in Honors in Humanities and Media, studying film, narrative, and genre at the British Film Institute in London, with a distinction in film screenwriting. She's an entrepreneur and a visionary who thinks outside of the box and has an amazing knowledge of our industry inside and out. Besides all of that, she is currently co-owner of Zeta Films, where she produces, directs, and writes with her partner, Roman Prudikin. And their latest project, Lost Love, has won and been nominated for multiple awards. Please welcome Phyllis. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, thanks for being part of this. Um, so let's go back a little bit to how you got your start and what prompted you to come to the States. Um, God, I've been coming here since the early 90s and um, I've always wanted to um, you know, live in the Bay Area and there was an opportunity 15, 16 years ago and so I took it. And um, yeah, and I haven't looked back since. But um, the, my first, the most exciting job I could find you know, um, when I was living in uh, Sebastopol was ad you know for studio manager in Petaluma and um so I met with um had an interview with Stephanie Rouser she goes and so it was just so funny because she's like okay I'm just gonna hire you because I just love your accent <laughs> so um and that was my first like stepping into like the commercial photography world and she was just very inspirational and like an amazing photographer and I just learned so much you know um as my foundation into into producing you know editorial shoots you know for her and um and it was just in the when the it was just on the cusp when like we you know came transitioned from film into digital so um yeah that was a like <laughs> um a fun time to kind of be in the industry yeah for sure so after um your time with stephanie you then decided to go into repping how did that happen um, yeah, I was I was with um, Stephanie Rouser for like two and a half years, and you know after like living in you know Sebastopol, you know in that area for the last for all those years, I really was like missing the city. So um, I got offered a job um, at an artist agency in San Francisco, and that was my kind of like way back into city life. Um, you know, being a London girl, it was like really uh, a nice kind of back way in. <laughs> um, so uh, I um yeah so working for this um, artist agency you know I got introduced to some really incredible talented uh, artists you know hair makeup and stylists and prop stylists and set designers you know working with William Sonoma working with uh, Restoration Hardware and you know the catalog the catalog work and you know as well as like large you know um, advertising productions um, you know I have the um, experience you know working you know behind the a studio as well as you know on the artist level 
Um, so it, it has really given me some insight of all the different you know facets of, of a production. Sure. And is that is that how you met Eric, or where, when did Eric? Um, yeah, so um, actually a, a lovely stylist, Shannon Dunn, actually introduced me to, to Eric and he was looking for a studio manager. And, um, and so, yeah, I started with him and I was with him for over eight years, wow. you know, as a studio manager and also producing, you know, his editorial and personal work. And also he gave me the most challenging ones, you know, like, you know, okay, I want to host a, you know, grand piano in downtown San Francisco. Um, yeah, so I had to like, you know, convince, you know, a company to like <laughs> have me like, you know, um, host a, you know, a grand piano, Steiner, you know, in the middle of San Francisco downtown. So yeah, that was so, you know, and then he gives me some really challenging um, projects like, you know, okay, find a camel. And so I'm like, okay, all right, I'll find a camel. He really challenged me as, as a producer and, and also it was very inspirational. He's the most incredible, um, you know, concept artist, and he, you know, knows how to shoot with all the elements and bring it all together in a storyline. It's like very, you know, it was an incredible um, experience working um, with him all that time. And I would imagine at that time, mostly just shooting still photography on his part, or was he doing motion? Yeah. So in the last few years, yeah, we were doing um, doing motion. You know, um, I produced two editorial um, at two educational videos actually where he was able to kind of share his knowledge and and experience with with the outside world you know he helped to de demystify you know what um what goes on behind the camera and uh, really kind of bring um and really kind of bring you know the images to life you know he was able to kind of share his secrets you know in photoshop and and so that was our kind of first introduction to doing video work, but you know, um, we did do some video work together. Yeah, and he's been doing really well as, as a director in that because what happens, you know, a photographer actually changes their title to director um, when you go into um, film and, and video. Right, right. From there, with all this amazing background that you had, um, I feel like, I hate the term jack of all trades, but you are a little bit of a jack of all trades. Um, and that's how I got connected to you was um, because you had a, such great experience, both producing and also being on the rep side. You were an amazing consultant for me and our brand for Poppy. Um, and I know you've done that with photographers and some other people too. Um, how do you balance what, like, where is the real passion? Which side? I, I think definitely it's, it definitely has to be, you know, video and film. You know, I, before I came to this country, I had just finished a four year um, BA degree in um, humanities and media, and I specialized in screenwriting and film. And, you know, I hadn't had the opportunity until I left Eric Almas and, and started my freelance um, life. And, you know, producing for photography, but also more into video and also CGI work. And also, um, I've written a few scripts, you know, the first one was uh, Rebel in Rising, and that was with Brad and Summers directing. And, you know, we had so much success with that at the festivals. And I'm like, okay, the next one I'm gonna like, you know, direct myself. And, and that was Lost Love. And it's been doing amazing in the festival circuit. And I think we've won maybe like 14, 15 awards so far. Wow. Um, so, you know, as you know, for, you know, um, you know, for best editing, for um, female um, best uh, director, filmmaker, 
um, best film, best storyline, um, you know, London Fashion Film Festival, best story again, that's the second year running, and best shorts, yeah, Hollywood, you know, awards. So it's been, and uh, very soon in two weeks, we're going to be at the um, at the Golden Gate International Film Festival. Um, so, you know, it's going to be screens live and, uh, and then there'll be a little award ceremony. So let's see, you know, if Ross Love wins any awards, but, you know, we could, I couldn't have done that without the amazing crew that, that we had on hand and, and uh, Joseph Cyphers, you know, the MDP and Rowan Prudkin and Alison Tally and um, Christiana, the most amazing, like, you know, model actress, you know, who kindly agreed to be in the film. And, um, yeah, and so many people, but, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's not just me, you know, with the story and the directing, but it's like, you know, with, with film, it's, it's, uh, you know, a crew that comes together and you could, you can create so much magic and it has its own, you know, energy force, you know, life force, you know, that it carries, carries with. And so, my passion is definitely in video and film and I would love to direct more and write more. It's just finding the time to, to do that. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I guess that brings us to Zeta Films, which is um, your latest thing on the roster of talent that you do. Yeah, so when I first became a freelance, you know, I was doing a lot of productions for still photography. And then when I met Roman um, Kudkin, we um, developed uh, Zeta Films um, together. And we did some, you know, really exciting projects. So, you know, we went to Standing Rock and we did a, you know, documentary there. And we've like, you know, done a lot of like work, including, you know, like documentary style work. And um, it's really, and our, you know, our portfolio of work is just so, you know, like it includes like the Warriors, it includes a TV streaming. I'm still not allowed to say their name, um, but we can't, I still can't show my website. Um, <laughs> but uh, some really great, you know, brand names that uh, we've worked with and um, produced for. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's just a really fun industry to be in. And, and creatively, it's just like where my, where my heart kind of just sings and, you know, it's it's fantastic. I, I don't think I could do anything else. That's so cool. And so producing is sort of something that I guess you do not to get by, but it's on the side and film is where your passion is and writing and directing. Yeah. yeah. And how do you see yourself as a female in that industry? I mean, there's not many of us out there, you know, especially on the video and film side, you know, especially on, on the crew, it seems to be like the gaffers and the DPs and the, um, you know, the, the grips and the first ACs and, you know, it's very male dominated, especially when you're also working with union people, you know, they seem to be mainly male, um, male, men, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's not many, you know, I don't know many female, you know, directors and, and especially, you know, like writers, you know, especially here in the, in the, in the Bay Area, definitely probably more in LA. And it's, um, yeah, and I've also, you know, as part of my work with Zeta Productions with women, we've become really amazing, you know, editors. Um, and, and so, you know, as, as a woman, you know, like, you know, I've just learned to kind of juggle many things like production, writing you know, consulting and um, directing. And and I think one of the things that I, I love is like, 
is you know how to tell a story and how to tell it with emotionality and how and how to um, how to touch people's hearts in the, in a certain way and I think with you know having a, a female perspective you know definitely you know it helps you know draw you know the male gaze into you know a more kind of not a feminine gaze but a you know like a balanced gaze you know um, and I think I want to like explore that a little bit more and I've got some scripts in development already and um, so yeah there'll be more more films coming out from Zeta Films um, in the not so distant future. Wow that's exciting and who would you say or was there one person that sticks out in your mind as sort of being someone that really um, help drive your passion you know you've worked for you've worked with two amazing photographers one being female one being male mm-hmm. um and then you know produced so with so many different people through the years yeah i mean definitely you know um eric Omos is a storyteller you know he has he has a narrative you know flowing through and, and he's definitely inspirational in terms of like lighting and um yeah, so um, yeah, I guess maybe he's, you know, he's kind of like influences is there definitely, you know, inside me. So yeah, I mean, Jane Campion has always been a, um, an amazing inspiration with her short films and with, um, you know, her films like Holy Smoke and, and the piano, like those kind of evocative images, you know, and, and told in a, in a feminine way. Um, and view like really was so inspirational you know to me which is why I wanted to study film in the first place and so definitely she's been a an inspiration yeah for me yeah yeah great and you know now here you are 15 years later still in the Bay Area is there ever a plan or an itch to go back to London um hmm I mean definitely you know my, my life is here now. I don't see going back unless I go back to retire, but I'd love to go back and forth. Um, and, um, but yeah, I, I really want to see, you know, film, like the film industry kind of grow, get bigger in San Francisco. So I'd love to be part of that. Um, and also in, um, also inspiring, you know, other women to, to be, you know, to be writers and to be um, directors and to be DPs and, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I definitely know what it takes to be behind the camera. It's, they're, they're really heavy, you know, pieces. So, you know, especially when you're shooting with a red and, you know, and also the amount of investment that goes behind, you know, video production. It, it does definitely limit, you know, um, you know, who can, who can climb on into that industry. So whatever I can do to be an inspiration in that area, I'd love to, love to do that. And, um, you know, do some, you know, education in that, in that arena at some point in the future would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with that in mind, I guess, what would you say to young women who are trying to get into the, into the video aspect of things and how do you, um, are there any tips or tricks or, or is it just, you know all about who you know like it is for photographers you know and there's such a networking aspect yeah, of our I mean, industry definitely networking is there but i but i think you know just start from the ground you know learn what goes on behind production you know definitely you know bug people never never accept no as your first answer always you know be insistent you know like keep asking keep sending emails keep um 
you know, try and, you know, even do some like free work and work on, um, you know, shorts and, um, you know, personal work and see, you know, just be readily available because you will learn so much. And also, you know, if you want to be, you know, going to be a DP, you know, first, you know, learn to be, you know, a first AC. With all of your talent and all of your experience, um, I know that you get a lot of people reaching out to you um, kind of as a mentor, but via consulting and via younger people or newer people in either film or photography. And we were talking about that earlier about, you know, how important it is to reach out to your community and, and ask for help when you need help. Um, so tell, let's talk a little bit more about that. And do you have any recent experiences you've had with younger or newer photographers who've come to you and what are they looking for and what do they need that they're not getting maybe from school right off the bat? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, of course, you know, the school education is really good creatively, but they, they don't teach you about production. They don't teach you how to bid. They don't teach you like the, the commercial aspects of, of this world. And, and so I think a lot of young people get taken advantage of, you know, by huge companies, like million dollar, billion dollar companies, you know, um, I won't name them, but, you know, that take advantage and, you know, um, of these young, you know, talented, you know, photographers um, and they pay a pittance, you know, and, and yes, they do get the opportunity to use them, use it for their portfolios, but like, you know, nobody is being served, you know, and also, you know, they don't charge usage, just charge a day rate, very low rate for like equipment and that, and that's it, you know? And so what's happened is um, recently I, you know, was bidding a job um, and they had the most ridiculous budget, you know? And I was like, okay, how am I going to make this work? And I was like, okay, well, the only way to do it was them to either cut, you know, cut a shot out or, um, you know, like give some creative ideas of, of how to kind of bring the, the, the cost down, you know, because now it's like social media, people not really wanting to spend, spend the money, you know, on production wise, but it still takes the same amount of effort. And I think that agencies out there need to think creatively different, you know, to execute, you know, ideas that can be, you know, production friendly and can, you know, and can be done for, you know, smaller budgets. But I think what's, what's happening is um, younger people are being taken advantage of, you know, they don't know the, the industry at all. They're outbidding established photographers and directors out there and it's really hurting our industry and they're they're not just hurting the industry now but they they're hurting it for the future because basically doing it for lower rates you know not you know so you know stylist rates and um you know producer rates and um you know like you know their 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 fees are getting lower um or, you know, I mean, they haven't like changed, you know, for the last like 15 years since I've been here, you know, to be honest. And, you know, to go even lower with the, the high costs, you know, that we have in the San Francisco Bay area is not a good thing. You know, at least in, you know, LA, you have the union and the film industry. And so your rates are, you know, industry standard and they need to be like that here in, in the San Francisco, you know, area. Um, and so if we can support each other to, you know, have a long term, you know, business creatively and to be able to have a thriving photography and video business here, you know, we need to actually stick by the rates that we have, slowly increase them over time, you know, support, you know, our reps, support our studios, support our um, creative, you know, stylists and, you know, all the people in our industry to stay and remain in this industry. 
And so I think, um, you know, the one thing that needs to happen is, you know, for young people to just reach out and, you know, reach out to a producer, reach out to an agent and just, you know, ask for, you know, how do I bid? You know, how do I, how do I, um, how can I produce this within this budget? And, and it really does help having somebody, you know, like, you know, give you some insight into that. And that's something that Focus on Women's going to do. There's going to be an educational facet where we can actually share information like this online um, that can be, you know, readily available and um, and also, you know, you know, workshops and lectures and, you know, focus groups and, you know, like how we can help each other still remain in this business and in this industry. And I think one of the things that um, young people aren't, you know, focus on, they give, they give their rights away on their work and they don't realise that, you know, if you do buyouts, what happens is, you know, when, it, when you have a rainy day and, and like, you know, work is low, your your assets actually are your uh, is you know for stock photography you know is for your rainy day and it's, and it's also your pension plan in, in in the future and so you know you're giving away your your money basically you might as well just put it down the drain you know because it's not working for you you know your creativity means something it has value and you need to value yourself and the people in this industry so I think if we can support each other in that, I'm all for it. I think that's a really great message because I definitely feel, especially in the last few years, that the value of photography is is what I teach to so many clients who call us and who have gotten, you know, triple bids and, oh, but how come you don't have, you know, how come you have all of this and they don't? And do I really need a producer? I'm sure I could get away without a producer. What do they do? And then I spend, you know, half hour explaining what the process is. And and if you don't have the knowledge or um, or the background, and you you've just studied photography, you didn't, you know, you didn't study how to produce a shoot, and people start asking you those questions, it can be really intimidating, and you will tend to back down. And the more we can get the message out, I feel of how important it is not to back down, and that, you know your photography is your asset and it is your livelihood and it will be your livelihood for as long as you live hopefully and the whole goal is to make it be valuable and you you know and give it the value that it deserves so i think that that is a, a really core belief for focus on women and i think i see more and more that the apa is trying to get that back out there exactly. and other communities who support photographers and directors and digital techs and all of the people in our industry are just sort of aching for that community again um, to band together because I think a lot of people see it shifting and they don't like it and they don't wanna not do their passion, which might be shooting or directing, but if they can't make the living they need to live in a city like San Francisco or LA or New York, it gets harder and harder like Phyllis was saying early about, earlier about rates, some of my day rates are the same with one of our clients for the last 10 years. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy it's, it's making. ridiculous. And, you know, the, you know, San Francisco, you know, Bay Area is one of the most expensive cities, you know, in the U.S. to live in. And, you know, and our rates have, you know, remained the same. It's like, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It opens up a lot of, great topics I think and that 
we will definitely be covering um, as our podcast grows yes. and definitely as our website grows. And thankfully, our community of women in particular, um, you know, they thrive on networking and reaching out to one another. And, and I think um, more and more we will see in the future, you know, reps talking to other reps and not being afraid of sharing information because really we're all here in the same place trying to do the same thing and helping you know helping each other seems to have such a better outcome than working against each other in my opinion that's the goal so um i want to thank you so much for the conversation and for helping us even create the podcast i mean phyllis came to me six or seven months ago when i started telling her i was doing the focus on women organization and really was the first one who said, oh my God, you have to do a podcast and I have all the equipment you need. So <laughs> please, you know, please let me help you. And I can't thank you enough because it was really inspiring. Oh, pleasure, pleasure, Tracy. Thank you. So please, everyone, tell your colleagues and friends about us. Check out our website, focusonwoman.org. Make sure to sign up and we'll send you information. We throw great networking parties. We're gonna start doing some workshopping. We're gonna hope to have a big gala in 2020 featuring Bay Area photographers and lots of fun stuff. So thank you for listening. Great, thank you, Tracy. <laughs>